0: The following podcast is an enticing media production. She is a business owner, best-selling author, and on a mission to find out what the Nell is going on here. Here's your host, Nell Tice. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of What the Nell with yours truly, Nell. And I had a guest lined up today. Um for you. However, that is going to happen next week. So we had a little scheduling difficulties, um, but I promise this guest will be next week's episode. So you don't have to listen to just me ramble on next week. So although I think I have a decent show planned for you today. Um, I know last week we talked about, we talked to my husband and We talked about support system 101, support from your significant other um, and maybe some other support uh, from other areas in your life. But I want to expand on that a little bit today and talk to you about this is going to be class support system 102. It's about your own self-support system. What can you be doing to help support you in your journey A change that you've made in your life, anything that, you know, I honestly, I mean, we all need to be our own support system because truly in this life, you have yourself to depend on and that's it. So, I mean, when you really get down to it, that's kind of the nitty gritty, but you, while you need to have a support system circle of people in your life that you can truly trust and depend on the support system with yourself needs to be as if not more important. So I want to talk about that. I have what I think five uh, steps are to, you know, really make sure that you're supporting yourself. And I think we should start with number one, of course. (laughs) So number one, I think is one of the most important ones. It's be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself means that you should give yourself a little grace for, you know, we're all human. We make mistakes. If you screw something up, you know, you apologize, you make it right, or you learn from that mistake. And sitting there and just beating yourself up about it is never going to get you anywhere. And anyone that's listening to this that knows me knows that, yeah, I should practice what I preach. (laughs) So being kind to yourself, you know, that also means a little bit of self-care. But mostly mentally, just don't be too hard on yourself. I understand that it's incredibly frustrating when you do make a mistake or, you know, you screw something up, especially when you're so new at what you're doing, that's just mentally going to drag you down because you're never, it's completely unrealistic to expect to go through your journey without making any mistakes. It's not going to happen. You are not perfect. PSA for anyone that needs to hear that. (laughs) So no one expects you to be perfect either. So, you know, you are your own worst critic. And anybody out there, the person that you directly affected isn't honestly doing this to you like you're doing it to yourself. So being kind, that is number, number one, absolutely for sure. Uh, Number two, I would say let's continue with that theme. Let's go on to, we're not going to call it self-care. We're going to call it self-maintenance. So self-care, you know, you can take a bath, put on a face mask on a Sunday, watch some TV or, you know, those types of things kind of to get you a little disconnected from being so on all the time, which I think we're all a little guilty of. But the maintenance part, you know, I think is really important, especially having to do with your mind. Your mind is everything. Mindset is everything. And you need to exercise your mind just like you would your body. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about the body and all of that stuff on next week's episode. So there's a little hint for you. <laughs> but anything, you know, meditation is a great way to exercise your mind. And I know so many people, because um, I used to teach yoga, I know people that would tell me all the time, I can't meditate. I, I just, I can't. I can't sit there and not do anything for 10 minutes or not be able to not think about something for 10 minutes that I have to do or I, somewhere I have to be and telling yourself that you can't first of all is like rule number one that you're breaking um you can't you cannot tell yourself that you can't because if you can, if you say you can't then you won't you have to be open to the journey you have to try it's not going to happen for you. During the first five minutes of your very first meditation session. And for all of those people that are out there and thinking meditation, I don't do meditation. That's for people that are, you know, granola eating, tree hugging hippies like myself. And, you know, I don't do that. That's not manly. I can't do that. I call bull. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody can do it. It's good for everyone. It's not something that makes you look dainty. It's not something that, you know, it's such a stigma and it's stupid. Honestly, it's just dumb. So you don't look any tougher if you do or don't do meditation. Honestly, I think you do maybe look a little bit tougher if you do because you're strengthening your mind and Your mind deserves to be strengthened just as much, if not more, than any tricep or trap or quad, you know, all those popular muscles and terms that we hear about. So yeah, just give it a try. Um, You know, reading books also, I know that's just kind of cliche, but honestly, the more you read, the more you know, and it, it just it's real. It's a real thing. And I understand that there are people that say, you know, I don't like to read or they just lose focus after a page and a half. And that's fine. But these days, you know, we have so many ways of being able to connect with a novel or a book. We have sources that will literally read to you. Um, like an audible or something like that. So let's say it's, if you're listening to this podcast, and you have time to listen to it, and you're doing that now, you can read a book just the same way. You can listen. I'm not saying that you should stop listening to this and go read a book. <laughs> but you make time for the things that you want to do. And reading is just so important, especially for, you know, the little ones, the kids that are growing up and you know, it's just, and it's also nice to just be able to escape into your own imagination for a little while. I, I don't know myself, I just, I get a little tired of the real world. <laughs> rather than watch The Real Housewives of Lebanon, PA, I would rather maybe sit down and read something that might give me a little bit of knowledge or, you know, just somehow make my life better in a way. So that is Number two, we're going to move on to number three, which is, they're all important, but number three is accept the support from others. It is one of the most difficult things for me, especially to ask for help in anything. And I don't know if if at some point it makes me feel like I'm less or stupid or something for asking for help on something, but you cannot do this alone. You have to accept support from other people, whether that be immediate family members, friends, uh, people that just pop up out of the woodwork, because that will happen. It does, let me tell you. And you just have to accept it. It's okay. And it's not making you less of a person. It's not making you stupid. It's, It's just a normal part of life. You also have to be willing to accept Uh, maybe other ideas and just listen to people and let them help you. They want to help you. They wouldn't offer support if they didn't want to, or they didn't care about you. So being open to accept that help can be extremely difficult for people, but you have to do it because you will not do this all on your own. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Even something as simple as kind of just making dinner one night. I always make dinner pretty much every night of the week. But I mean, if he just says, if you're busy, I can make dinner. Just keep doing what you're doing. That just gives me a couple more hours to do something I need to catch up on or something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Just accept it. Say, okay, thanks. That would be great. Now, I'm not saying that you should just continue to accept all of this help and ask for it and support and, you know, have, ask people to buy your books or listen to your podcast and never reciprocate any of that. You know, that's, this is kind of the circle of life. You know, if I have a friend that needs my help doing something, you know, I'm going to do what I can to be there for them. And especially those that have offered continuous support. So, you know, this is a two-way street. I just, As an example, I have friends that are renovating a part of their house right now. If somebody said, hey, do you guys want to come up one of these weekends and help us take tile out? Okay. Yeah. You know, it probably is going to suck, but you're spending time with your friends. You're helping them because they asked you or you're offering it and you're just a good friend and three, like, you know, make a good time out of it. Have a couple of glasses of wine while you're doing it and listen to some music and just make it fun you know it's just being open to support and supporting others at the same time is very important so you know I believe in karma everything happens for a reason and just accept the help even if it's really difficult for you open up to the idea I promise it will feel good in the end so moving on to number four, I'm trying to decide how to do number four and five because I don't, I kind of want to save the best for last, but I think number four is, it should be free up your life of things that don't serve you any longer. I'm talking anything as complicated as a friend that, you know, you've, you see, once a year don't really talk to maybe you've struck up a conversation with them. You realize that maybe there's a lot of energy and effort put into this so called friendship that the energy is being stolen and put towards this when you could be putting it towards something else. You know, it's okay to cut people out of your life that really just are there only for the good times And you have to start to evaluate and recognize these people and relationships in your life. Because when you start having some success or having some notoriety, people will just either connect to you authentically or they will try to connect to you because they see that you are becoming successful and they want a piece of that. And that's not good. That's not the vibe that you want. It's not anything that you need. In your life you need to free up your life from that and it can be hard to start to try to gauge and kind of feel your way around that because let's be honest there are some really good actors and actresses on this earth (laughs) and they may do a really great job of working their way in and next thing you know they're asking for a shout out on social media for something they recommended to you and you don't give it to them because they were you thought they were just doing something for you to be nice but really they just wanted the shout out and look i'm not at that level yet this is not my story um you know i i picked this up from somebody else i follow on instagram <laughs> so not quite there yet i am you know there are some things that i'm sure will happen in the future that i'm dreading but you know be in tune be in tune with yourself and start to get to notice the signs and you know it Everybody in the end, everybody will be happier in the end. But I mean, anything as complicated as that to something that has been sitting in your refrigerator for the past five years, that um, if it doesn't have visible signs of age, like mold or uh, something something that smells, um, you know, just, just get rid of it. Um, it doesn't need to be there. It's taking up space in your life that could be taken up by something else that maybe is fresher and healthier. I don't know. I mean, I just actually cleaned out my refrigerator earlier today and I told a friend of mine because we were talking about it this weekend. I said, cleaning out your refrigerator is going to make you feel three ways. One, like a lazy person. Two, it's going to make you feel humble because you're going to realize just how much food you waste. I forget what the third reason was now that this is, you know, happening. Um, (laughs) So what was number three? I mean, number three, it's going to make you feel good. Oh, number three was you're going to realize that your refrigerator makes it look like you have absolutely no food, even after you just went to the grocery store, if you just cleaned it out. But Honestly, I mean, number four for that is going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel good. You can now easily see what you have so that you don't buy something you already have. I'm famous for doing that because I didn't look all the way in the back of the corner of the refrigerator. I end up with multiple jars of ketchup or mayonnaise because I just didn't look or didn't see it. And, you know, make, make it more accessible for yourself. You know, put bins in there, organize things and make it easy so that you can see things. And it also helps in, you know, the process when you do buy something so that you see something, you use it and hopefully don't let it sit there and rot. I have done that numerous times, probably still will in the future, but I'm hoping that my new method will help me not do that going forward. So... Yeah, just anything like simply throwing a jar or something old away in your refrigerator to ending a relationship with someone in your life that requires more energy than you're willing to put out. And, you know, it. all of those things can just bring you a great deal of happiness. So that leads us to number five, which I honestly think that this is probably the most important thing, at least for me, because I don't. I'm not wired this way, but it's important to remember to never ever put people down to get further in your success. And I, I had a boss, and if you read my book, Curvature of the Career, you got a little, a very tiny synopsis of that boss that I had. That oh, what was that? Um, I had a boss that I watched quite a few times, either push people aside or take credit for something that they did. And that happened to me directly several times. And, you know, we're all literally all in this together. And I just don't understand why we can't all be happy for everyone's success. Even if it's somebody you don't like, we're... I don't like everybody that I come across in the world and I'm sure people feel the same way about me, but I don't wish bad things for them. I don't wish that they're unsuccessful. And, you know, I get, you know, competition and things like that. A little competition can be healthy, but I I don't understand why there's such a, mo- a movement to push people, put people against each other, especially women. And, you I, I just, it's so frustrating and it's sad because we can all work together to make ourselves more successful and instead of working against each other. So, you know, why not just do that? I'm just not wired to think, oh, well, if I, you know, that person came up with that idea, if I kind of take that idea and, you know, give credit to myself for doing it, make it seem like it's, you know, something that I completely came up with on my own. Where is, what are you getting out of that? What, seriously, what are you? And if you're listening to this and you are that person, shame on you. So, you know, support each other. Go to, if you are a restaurant, go to another local restaurant, get together and say, hey, you know what? We should offer specials for, a particular weekend, you know, during the summer. If you do this, we'll do this. That way we'll, get, we'll both get customers and it'll be awesome. I don't understand why we can't help drive people to other businesses and, you know, have that reciprocated. I just don't get it. So that is super important. Never ever put other people down or push people aside. Take credit for other people's work. To further yourself. And like I said, I believe in karma. I think it will come back around to you. I gotta say. So, you know, just be a good person. Honestly, just be a good person. I think you will eventually get further along and you'll be helping others while you do it. And doesn't that just sound good? It feels even better. So, yeah, those are just five. Little tips that I think I've picked up along the way in my grand old three full months now of entrepreneurship. And (laughs) you know, it's a it's good it's a long journey. It's only been three months and it's gonna be a wild journey from here on out. So stick with me. I promise. We will get places. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I know it's a short one this time. I hope that it was long enough to get you through your commute, but short enough to, you know, so that you listen to the whole thing and you're still listening and <laughs> not completely bored out of your mind. Uh, so I think I'll just kind of leave you here. I'll give you a couple of updates on what is going on here with, um, with me and for the future. I just released on or announced on Friday, I think it was that I am actually in the process of writing a cookbook. I am so excited because this is something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. And the whole, the idea of it was just incredibly daunting. First was the whole like I can't write a book and publish it myself. And well, I found out, yes, you can, because that's what I did with my last one. And two, like who wants to re- like, make these recipes that I'm telling you to make? What if somebody hates them and the people will be judging them? And you know what? Just F it. Who cares? Just do it. So yeah, writing a cookbook. And uh, also I don't have the official graphic yet, I don't think, but I am now scheduled and slated to speak at a few upcoming events, which I am like, <laughs> I'm just kind of blown away by. Um, there is the Slayer Life 2022 event coming up in Las Vegas. Uh, that is going to be in December. And then next year, I've got a couple of events. It's called the M event. It's uh, an event focused on wellness and health, fitness, and there's going to be speakers and classes and things like that. And I am so excited because early in the year, it's going to be, there's uh, an event in Tampa. And then later in the year, um, I think August, there's going to be one in the Dominican Republic. So super super excited about that. That is what's going on with me right now. I hope to have more exciting news for you all, you know, as, as in the near future as possible. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of it for this one. I'll leave you here and like I said, I promise my guest will be on next week. We will be talking all things health and fitness. So get excited for that one. And I hope you guys have a great week, great rest of your day and take these five tips, apply them to your life. And I promise you will feel happy. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.